The P in president stands for power. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the E-Lane Podcast. I am your host, the one and the only Emisha. Today's topic of the day, we have to discuss the Trump supporters invading the Capitol. So the reason why the Trump supporters are invading the Capitol, in my opinion, is because he allowed them to. And um, that's exactly what he wanted to happen. So, according to CNN, um, the House plans to impeach Trump. They are looking for it to move in the direction of the incitement of insurrection. And pretty much, this is the process to remove Trump from office. And in my opinion, I feel like this is something that should have been done. However, we are here today and we have witnessed these activities and who knows what else they have planned for the next upcoming days until it is time for Biden to be inaugurated as the next president of the United States of America. So um we just gonna have to go into this and I'm going to play a couple clips to let you guys hear the words that Trump has said. Because some of the things that he say, um, I don't agree with. And I feel like it's full of BS. And you can clearly tell that he is reading a script. And he is clearly just saying what is needed to be said however not saying anything at all and I just really don't appreciate that and it's sad that we have we had to go through this for the past four years but it happened and um a little bit later I'm going to talk about whether or not Trump was the worst president or not Subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts. You can follow us on Spotify. You have to search Emisha in order for the Elaine podcast to come up. Also, if you are listening on Apple Podcasts, you can leave a review. You can also rate me and make sure you give me five stars. All right, y'all. So Trump claims that he won't attend Biden's inauguration. So if he does not attend Biden's inauguration, he will be the fourth president ever in history not to attend their successor's inauguration. Now, he has done so many things, but this as being a part of his legacy, it's just he just adding on things on top of things. And I just really hope that he does get impeached for the second time so he cannot run for presidency ever again. I feel like they should not allow this man to hold office ever again in his lifetime. It cannot happen. It should not have happened the first time. However, we're here, okay? All right, so I was watching on CNN, 
And David Jurgen calls Trump a sore loser and a crybaby. Additionally, he describes his behavior as disgusting. And those are the exact adjectives that I would describe Trump as. And I am disgusted. I'm disappointed. I'm disgusted. I am a whole bunch of other words. And I feel like David Jergen just took the words right out of my mouth and said what needed to be said on CNN. And then on top of that, David and Jim, they were disagreeing on whether or not Trump is the worst president or not. Jim believes that Trump is not the worst president ever. And David clearly stated made his statement clear that he believes that Donald Trump is the worst president. And honestly, I agree with him. I feel like, yes, I I don't uh, totally agree on all politics, but for the most part, I just don't feel like Donald Trump was a great president. And I feel like a lot of presidents have not been great through our throughout the history of the United States of America. He hasn't been the only one. So I just feel like in the future, we need to collectively come together and put people in position of power who will lead this nation in the direction that it needs to be going in. And I just feel like the these older white males who have been leading, except for President Barack Obama, I feel like we have only seen white, older males as the leader of the United States of America. And I feel like until we start seeing differences like Barack Obama, and now we have a female African-American, black, female vice president, I just feel like until we start adding these different uh, cultures in the position of powers, I feel like we won't really see a huge change. And you could disagree or agree, let me know. Um, I really don't like to talk too much about politics because I am not a professional in that realm. However, I still do have my opinion on certain issues and all of that. And I just feel like at this time, in this place, I had to come on my podcast to talk about this because this is the time that we're going to read about years from now in books and things and talking about this era. And I just want to be able to come back and reference the place that we were in once before and this presidential election is the second time i've ever been able to vote so voting has really become a part of my life and being educated and staying up to date and all the things that's going on in the world has definitely taken high priority in my life and I love it. However, I would like a little less text messages here and there. I felt like y'all was OD with the text messages. Y'all was driving me quite crazy with the phone calls. And I just feel like if we could figure out how to still get the message across without blowing my phone up 20, 30, 50 messages a day, cool. 
but I just feel like this time is a great time to be alive, honestly, because witnessing what happened at the Capitol, like people were climbing the wall, breaking windows, guns were drawn, but I just honestly want to address the fact that if this were a group of African-American colored people storming any federal building like this, it have would have been a completely different story. We will be having a completely different conversation going on right now. And I just want to give awareness on how the fact that pretty much not anyone got harmed. I heard um, on CNN that one lady got shot and all of that and I was listening to the breakfast club and they was talking about there were other few people who got injured but I just want to say how the numbers are compared from one to a few people that got injured to if it was a different group of individuals doing this same exact act it would have been thousands of people killed Thousands of people injured. It just would have been a totally different story. That's all I got to say. Because I feel like people have lost their lives for just being themselves walking down the street. But someone is committing this crime at the Capitol. And they get to go home and get back in their bed and go to sleep. I just... Don't understand it. Make sure you visit www.theelanebrand.com. Shop our store. We have bundles, wigs, and lashes. If you need to contact customer service, make sure you email shop at theelanebrand.com. So this whole thing about Trump not wanting to attend Biden's inauguration is simply him not allowing a peaceful transfer of power. And he understands that by him supporting the next person becoming president, he is pretty much giving up the power that he feels like is his and that no one else should have. And I just feel like he knows he's wrong, but he doesn't care. And I'm going to play a couple clips to let just let you guys hear the words that Trump had to say to send these writers home. And I feel like what he had to say was a whole bunch of BS, a whole bunch of BS. And it's like his facial expression was like a smirk almost. It was like, it was a joke to him. President Trump. I know you're pain. I know you're hurt. We had an election that was stolen from us. It was a landslide election and everyone knows it, especially the other side. But you have to go home now. We have to have peace. We have to have law and order. We have to respect our great people in law and order. We don't want anybody hurt. It's a very tough period of time. There's never been a time like this where such a thing happened, where they could take it away from all of us.
from me, from you, from our country. This was a... First of all, what does he mean by take it away from us? Fraudulent election. But we can't play into the hands of these people. We have to have peace. Then he goes to call them these people. So go home. We love you. You're very special. We love you. You're very special. So these people who are out here doing your dirty work, now you want to be like, I love you. You're very special. Nah. Seeing what happens, you see the way others are treated that are so bad and so evil. These people so bad and so evil, but look what y'all just did. Look what you just did. Know how you feel, but go home and go home in peace. Bruh, y'all, get your president, y'all. That ain't, that ain't even had the half of it. But I do want to play the video. As we said, the president, I was putting out another video, and he just has. Uh, we have obtained it from the White House. I'll play it. I would like to begin by addressing the heinous attack on the United States Capitol. Like all Americans, I am outraged by the violence, lawlessness, and mayhem. I immediately deployed the National Guard and federal law enforcement to secure the building and expel the intruders. America is and must always be a nation of law and order. The demonstrators who infiltrated the Capitol have defiled the seat of American democracy. To those who engage in the acts of violence and destruction, you do not represent our country. And to those who broke... So he just said, y'all do not represent this country. But he just told them that he love y'all. Okay. Broke the law, you will pay. We have just been... Th you will pay. What you gonna do? If they was gonna pay, y'all would have did something the first time. Okay. Through an intense election and emotions are high, but now tempers must be cooled. And Only reason why the election is a problem right now is because you are not accepting the fact that you lost. Calm restored. We must get on with the business of America. My campaign vigorously pursued every legal avenue to contest the election results. My only goal was to ensure the integrity of the vote. In so doing, I was fighting to defend American democracy. I continue to strongly believe that we must reform our election laws to verify the identity and eligibility of all voters and to ensure faith and confidence in all future elections. Now Congress has certified the results. A new administration will be inaugurated on January 20th. My focus now turns to ensuring a smooth, orderly, and seamless transition of power. This moment calls for healing and reconciliation. 2020 has been a challenging time for our people. A menacing pandemic has upended the lives of our citizens, isolated millions in their homes, damaged our economy, and claimed countless lives. Defeating this pandemic and rebuilding the greatest economy on earth will require all of us working together. It will require a renewed emphasis on the civic values of patriotism, faith, charity, community, and family. 
We must revitalize the sacred bonds of love and loyalty that bind us together as one national family. To the citizens of our country, serving as your president has been the honor of my lifetime. So it's the honor of your lifetime that you ended your term on this type of note. You chose to, this this your exit. This is what you chose to do for your country. You chose to create a ruckus, to create a riot, to create confusion and disruption of peace. We already gone through enough, and you decided to let something like this happen. Man, let me let me let him finish out what he had to say so I can say what I got to say. And to all of my wonderful supporters, I know you are disappointed, but I also want you to know that our incredible journey is only just beginning. What journey are you talking about? Y'all just beginning doing what? What is y'all plan? It ain't got nothing to do with helping people and making a change. What journey are you referring to? Please go in detail with this, cause I need to know. It it sound it don't sound right. Just begun. How how has your journey just begun? When it's time for you to go, it's time for you to get up out of office. What else? What else are you trying to do, sir? Thank you. God bless you, and God bless America. Okay, uh, just over two minutes there. The president of the United States, 30 hours after what happened, coming out on tape, not speaking live. So we're going to move on from this conversation. But basically, I just wanted to come on here and just provide the actual footage for you guys if you didn't catch it on the news. CNN is a good source for me. Also, if you like to read, I like the New York Times, the Washington Post. Um, AJC is also a great source that you can get credible information to stay updated on all things that's going on in this country. Okay. All right. So call 678-460-6706. You can have a conversation with me about anything you want. You can promote your business, shout out your friend or family member, or ask for advice and be a part of the new section of the show, Ask Misha. All right, you guys, let's talk about it. Setting up boundaries within a relationship or a situation. So um, the reason why I thought about this to bring this up um, on the podcast is because one of my cousins and his new girlfriend, they've been dating for some time and at first, they agreed upon just posting each other on their close friends and not on their actual posts for everyone else to see. And I feel like that is a great way to show that two people are exercising um, great communication. They agreed upon what both of them are comfortable with and what both of them want to do within their relationship. And I feel like that is good. Um, that's just a small little example of how two people can come together and agree upon something that agree upon how they want things in their relationship or their situation to go so that both parties are um equally feeling like they are 
being heard and they are getting what they want what they want out the situation um i feel like if you can't set boundaries and figure out what is best for you two then i feel like that situation will eventually become toxic because i feel like boundaries allow each person to feel comfortable and for example say if say if one person wants to um meet the other person's family or friends and the other person doesn't want them to i feel like they will have to understand why come to an understanding why their relationship is not at the point for that person to introduce them to other people and if that's something that one party is not ready to move forward to do then that is something that they have to speak up as a boundary for them and it's up for the other person to respect that boundary that they have and if they can't respect that then that relationship will hit a bump in the road because they won't be able to agree on that but if the person can understand where the other person is coming from and allow them to take their time with introducing them to family members or whatever then uh the relationship will be able to continue to grow and then maybe eventually they will get to a place where they can introduce you to friends and family members but sometimes in my opinion i feel like some situations don't get to that point where they are introduced to the family and the friends and me i'm okay with that i'd rather you not introduce me to family and friends and if we're just kicking it then that'll just be a me and you thing because i feel like if i introduce you to my family and my friends i would want it to be something that's more on a serious situation actually like an actual relationship where, where we both know that we are going to work at building a relationship and this is something that we both want but if that's not something that we both want then i don't i don't want to meet your family and friends if that's not something you want and honestly i just where i am today in my life i'm not ready to meet someone's family and friends because i want to actually get to know that person first and love that person first before adding in the friends and adding in the family members but that's just me personally and where I am today maybe in a couple months or a year I may feel differently but I just feel like where I am today I'm not in a place where I would want someone to be bringing me to family functions and hanging out with their friends and going out and doing things or whatever that's just not something that i'm really ready for right now but i do want that eventually but as far as do i think i would want that right now i don't know because i feel like i would just have to know that the person that 
I am in a relationship with that this is something for a long term. That's just how I feel about that. Y'all let me know how y'all set boundaries within your relationships and your situations. And situations are different from relationships because that's just what it is. It's just dating. You're just getting to know one another. There's no commitment there. And that's just that. So, I think I talked enough this episode. Um, I'm almost at 30 minutes. So, I got a full episode. My goal is to start um, getting as close to 30 minutes per episode. I've been doing shorter episodes. But I feel like... I'm going to start giving more content and talking a little bit more to you guys and give you guys a full show. So thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Elaine podcast. Like I said at the beginning, I am your host, the one and the only Amisha, and I will see you guys in the next podcast. Oh, and don't forget to follow me on Instagram at Amisha.